Welcome to the Unity of the Valley Spiritual Center podcast featuring Reverend Dahlia Adams. You may visit us online at unityvacaville.org or you may visit us in person at 350 North Orchard Avenue in Vacaville, California. And now here is Reverend Dahlia Adams. Welcome. My name is Reverend Dahlia, and I am so honored to be here with you today. We have focused this year on the question, how shall we live? And we've approached that answer or the answers to that in in many different ways. Recently, we spent a little while focused on living in faith and what that means and how that changes everything. And we've talked about when we have faith, we can live in a consciousness we called joyous expectancy and how that joyous expectancy leads to a gratitude that fills each and every day. We are grateful in advance for that which is coming into our lives. We're affirming that. And today I want to talk about transcendence. And transcendence is really a gift that we give ourselves with these spiritual practices when we pay attention on how shall we live and when we consciously choose to have faith or when we live in joyous expectancy or when we have a gratitude practice or a forgiveness practice, when we have a meditation practice that helps us know deeply who we are, we come into this experience of transcendence. And transcendence is defined in many different ways, but one way of understanding it is it's a state of going beyond ordinary limitations. And that, for me, was one of my first experiences of unity, that many of the limitations that I had thought were absolute really had no power over me, that I could go beyond limitations I had assumed for most of my life. Transcendence is also a consciousness based in spiritual truth. No matter which tradition, which belief system, when we go deep enough and our consciousness comes from spiritual truth, with a capital T, we begin to have this Consciousness of transcendence, where we begin to know the power that is within us, that divine spark that is the source of the power within us. To transcend means to leave behind. So we leave leave behind those limitations. It means to overcome or go beyond, so we overcome or go beyond the limitations and we rise above. We are able to experience ourselves as being 
of the world, in the world, but not of the world, in the world, but not ruled by the limitations of the world in the same way we were before. Here at Unity of the Valley, our mission statement is transforming lives, inspiring growth, creating loving community, and shining the light of God. And to do each one of those, if we are in a consciousness of transcendence, it becomes more possible to transform lives or to inspire growth or even to create loving community. Oftentimes our relationships with people call on us powerfully to transcend the appearances before us. But the last one, shining the light of God, we do that most powerfully when we come from that place of knowing who we are. When we come from that place of spiritual truth, then we, without intending or deliberately trying, we shine the light, the magnificence, the power that is God within us. It shines through us. So transcendence allows us to be all that we can be. It allows us to shine brightly as the truth of who we are. So transcendence is a goal, it's a consciousness, and because we are spiritual beings having a human experience, we move in and out of this consciousness of transcendence. And then the intention, for me anyway, is to keep coming back into this consciousness of transcendence. So in unity, we often talk about healing. In fact, our entire movement was built on an initial and very powerful healing experience that each of our co-founders had. It's based on the idea of transformation, the ability to take what is and allow for something new to emerge, and then transcendence, that consciousness based in the truth of who we are. And those three, healing, transformation, and transcendence, get intertwined. It's often hard to separate them out. But there are certain circumstances where transcendence seems to be the most powerful experience, and in others where healing is the most powerful experience. I have um, recently completed a couple bouts of COVID, and I have had ongoing health challenges. So I'm in a consciousness of healing, of seeing health and wholeness for myself. And I do healing practices that I've learned, that I teach. And then there was a moment of transcendence that came to me, and it was a on a day when the symptoms, the lingering symptoms of COVID felt particularly harsh. And despite that experience, despite that appearance, from deep within me came this knowing 
this declaring that this is not the truth of me. None of these symptoms are the truth of who and what I am, and I am ridding myself of these symptoms now. I am healed and whole and healthy. And that affirmation came from deep within, and I proceeded to tell my trusted spiritual friends that this is the truth of me. Do not ever pray for my healing. Just know I am healthy and whole. I wish I could stay in that moment of transcendence always. But once I grabbed hold of it, it's easier to go back. So I move in and out of that. In the same way, I move in and out of affirming my healing and the transformation process that it brings. Healing basically is a process of restoring health or harmony because we can heal our bodies. We can heal ourselves psychologically by creating harmony within us. We can heal relationships by restoring harmony. So there is a norm and then something happens and conflict occurs or symptoms come up and healing is that process of restoring the state of health or harmony that we have been accustomed to. And it's a wonderful, wonderful process. And we learn over time that medicine and um, medications, exercise, diet, all of those contribute to our healing, but ultimately that healing, the source of the healing is from within us. That harmony we feel within and around us comes ultimately from within. And of course, our unity movement was based on the healing experiences of Myrtle and Charles Fillmore. And they were powerful healing experiences. Myrtle healed lifelong illness, lifelong chronic illness that the doctors had called tuberculosis. And Charles healed a leg that was also a tuberculin leg that was one was shorter, the one leg was shorter than his other leg, and his leg actually grew in length through his spiritual healing practices. But they didn't stop with the healing. Oops. Their healing experience led to a transformation of how they saw themselves who they knew themselves to be. It led to a transformation in their intentions for their life. It changed their entire lives. It created the unity movement. So when we look at transformation like healing, oftentimes it starts with a difficulty or a challenge. And as we're healing that difficulty or challenge or those symptoms, it is possible to go way beyond where we started. So we start at a level of health or wholeness, 
psychological or physical or both. And then there's a challenge and we struggle with symptoms or problems. And we do this healing process, but as in the case of Charles and Myrtle, we go beyond the level from which we started. And this is transformation. There are new possibilities in the process of transformation, new levels of functioning which are higher than where we started. And that's what happened for Myrtle and Charles. After the healing was complete, there was, they were both on fire with the truth they discovered, with the new way of knowing themselves that they discovered. And Myrtle said, I want everybody to know about this beautiful, true law and how to use it the law that she used to heal. So it wasn't enough just to get physically better. She now had new possibilities. She wanted to teach the whole world how to do this. So her intention moved beyond healing to teaching to changing the world. And that was a process of transformation. And today we have Unity Village, the Unity Movement, Unity around the world. And it was from this process of transformation and the new possibilities that arose out of what started simply as a healing process. John Mark Green is an author. He writes books, he writes poetry. And he co-wrote a book of pro poetry with his wife called The Light You Need. John Mark Green wrote, Beautiful are those whose brokenness gives birth to transformation and wisdom. So what looks like an awful thing in the beginning becomes the seed of healing, of wisdom, and ultimately transformation. So when we're in that place where symptoms seem to be defeating us, this is a good thing to remember that this is the seed of possibilities, that the symptoms are not the truth of who we are. It's the seed of transformation, and if we grab that truth deeply enough, if we know it profoundly enough, then it becomes a moment of transcendence. So transcendence is that state of going beyond ordinary limitations. And we've had many people throughout history that are icons of transcendence. Jesus, Gandhi, Francis, the Buddha, um, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., they each accomplished the most amazing things. And Jesus taught us that what he did was not unique to him alone. He taught us that we can do all that he did and ever so much more. So you are one of the people who are there in that, that amazing gathering of, of transcendent spiritual giants, you 
have all of the possibilities for transcendence and to all the possibilities to do amazing things, then all of those spiritual saints and leaders that we admire. So again, transcendence is a to me it feels like a gift because it's all this stuff that I know in my head that I believe, that I have faith in, that I practice, all of a sudden coming up from deep inside of me, and I know it so powerfully that out of that, there are amazing things. There's a story that I've liked and I've talked about many times before, and it's Phil Hansen's story. Phil Hansen is a, an artist. And he was in art school, and his favorite medium was pointillism. And he ended up experiencing a physical challenge that led him to healing, to transformation, and I believe to an experience of transcendence. When he was in art school, he liked to draw using little points. And out of these little points, he would create the most amazing portraits and other drawings. But making all of these dots with his pencil injured his hand, and he began to shake. He had a shake in his hand, and you cannot make points with a shaky hand. So he gave up art, and he became miserable. He became depressed, and he went from doctor to doctor trying to find a doctor who could cure the shake in his hand. And finally, one doctor said, just embrace the shake. And he got angry. I mean, who wants to embrace a symptom that just ruined your life, right? But ultimately, he did, and he started drawing squiggly lines because that's what his shaking hand could draw. And now he was creating portraits and other amazing drawings with those squiggly lines. At first, he wasn't happy with it because he wanted to make the points. But the more he surrendered to it and embraced the shake, the more amazing his art became, and he realized that he was not limited to those little dots in making his art. See, the emerging possibilities that happen in the process of transformation. And he was transforming as an artist. He talked about one day going to Starbucks and asking, I think, for 50 cups. And he thought of doing that because at Starbucks, his experience had been, if he asked for an extra cup, they always gave it to him. So he wondered what would happen if he asked them for 50 cups. And they gave it to him, and he created a portrait using those cups stacked. A most amazing portrait. And then he began to realize he can create endless circumstances that become the foundation for his art. So his healing was not eliminating the shake, but 
continuing a healthy and fulfilling fulfilling <laughs> sorry fulfilling life creating his art but there was a transformation that allowed him to do that he wrote after having gone from a single approach to art i ended up having an approach to creativity that completely changed my artistic horizons so there's the transformation to possibilities. But he continued to say what I thought would be the ultimate limitation actually became the ultimate liberation. And to me, that sounds like a moment of transcendence, a moment where he could, t he, it was through the power within him to see things differently the power within him to embrace the shake, that that ultimate limitation became his ultimate liberation. That's what transcendence is. It's that claiming of that divine power within us. Whether or not we label it divine or not, it is that power that is the truth of our being And so finally, um, some people listening know of an actor, Christopher Reeve, who was Superman, a big star, um, an amazing and strong and powerful man. And he had a, an accident while horseback riding that paralyzed him, paralyzed him from the neck down, and he continued to live a very meaningful life despite that. And he wrote, your body is not who you are. The mind and spirit transcend the body. So whatever it is we may be facing, we can reach for that moment of transcendence where we know the truth that there is something within us that is so much more powerful than whatever the challenge is before us. And so it is. We hope you enjoyed today's message. If you would like to support this podcast, you may do so at unityvacaville.org.